I'm Courtney. I'm Joe. And, and this, this is Courtney, Courtney and Joe, Joe Spoil, Spoil Everything. everything. Courtney, we're trying to keep it 100. We're trying to keep it A+. We're out here doing the 100 back in sci-fi land. How do you feel about this one? I enjoyed it. You did a good job picking this one out. I did not enjoy it. Well, there we are then. (laughs) Uh, It was too, like, kiddie for me. It was like Hunger Games meets Lord of Flies meets... Those are what I like in that, like, land. I actually like Hunger Games and Lord of the Flies is one book I remember reading. Um, Yeah, but this was bad. No, I don't like... See, I think this is where I fall apart. I don't like all the other sci-fi things that other people like. I like... um, uh, I like that more, like, (laughs) adolescent sci-fi. I like that they tell human stories in a sci-fi land. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen Love and Monsters? No. It's funny. It's a it's a movie that came out in 2020. And it's cute. It's like um it basically like radiation like hits the earth. Or not, I don't know what it is. Something hits the earth and it makes all the bugs and the insects and the animals like these really overgrown, like crazy monsters. And so everybody has to go into like these shelters and like all different parts of the country. And it's about this kid who like tries to go find a girl who's got to go through all the things but it's so it's like fun and that's kind of it's not the same but that's kind of what it reminded me of like i like when it's kind of like younger teenage 20 age people yeah not a fan well (laughs) let's just dive in um okay do you got some background for yeah i got some different stuff so um even before i played this like when i went into netflix to go play it um my very first reaction was wow this had seven seasons and, like, that surprised me. I I guess I haven't heard. I knew the 100, like, when you said it. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that show. But to go for seven seasons, I definitely have not heard much about it. Have you? No, not at all. Oh. Not for seven seasons worth. Yeah, and they're all no. relatively unknown actors. And I haven't seen most of these actors really do much okay. sense. Well, the younger ones, at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of the older ones I knew. Um. The, the 100, so it's a post-apocalyptic series. It ran from 2014 until just this past September in 2020. Uh, it had an even 100 episodes on the CW. How apropos. The 100 had 100 episodes. Um, I'm actually glad I didn't know it was on the CW before I started watching this because I feel like I would have looked at it through like that CW lens and I tend to kind of judge those shows a little bit. And I actually thought this was more well done than some CW things. I've oh, the, the snake in the water didn't give it away? No. Not, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I was lost in the moment. Um, <laughs> what I thought was fun about this, that the theme music was um, composed by Liz Ferris. She was that, she was like a big indie rock girl in the 90s. And I thought it was cool because the show was kind of based like around that like punk rock adolescence of the group of the 100. And then what's also neat is that the members, like the main Members of the 100 were named after science fiction writers. Clark after Arthur C. Clarke. Wells after H.G. Wells. Octavia like Octavia Butler. And Bellamy after Edward Bellamy. So I thought that was a fun little fact. And then the basic premise is that it's been 97 years since a nuclear apocalypse basically killed everyone on Earth. And then these 12 space stations kind of house all the people who survived. And they're basically making preparations to return to Earth someday, I guess. Um, it's filmed all around Canada, notably in the forests of British Columbia, which I actually think they did a decent job of making things look 
overgrown because if mm-hmm. it was 97 years, it wouldn't be like, oh, fresh cut grass. That was actually the very first thing I looked at when they stepped off the ship. I was like, got to make sure like there's like big plants and like high grass because it wouldn't, you know, it would be so overgrown. Um, I will say like from a sci-fi perspective, here's where I lose a lot of sci-fi things. Okay. It makes everybody look the same, like special suits and like everything's so slick and sleek looking. We're talking about a population who wear pajamas to Walmart. Okay. Like we would not be this slick in the future. Mm-hmm. That's my always where sci-fi loses me. I was like, why can't like one person be in a pair of like jeans and like, you know, like I, I just don't get why we always have to look like this look stoic look to everything. I, and going up in space with limited resources would all of a sudden increase our fashion styles. Exactly. Like, it's so, I think that's what always takes me out of it. Like, it would look more earnest if it was like, oh, it's it's been 97 years, but this one's got like an old, like, Abercrombie and Fitch sweatshirt. Haha, ha, that's funny. They don't exist anymore. You know, like, think, like, it would be more interesting to me if it was like old fashion styles or something that they were like stuck with. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get how it's always like, oh, now we have leather jackets and we have like three-piece suits it's fucking bizarre to me (laughs) oh i can't solve that one but i do get where you're coming from so i do get it whatever so all right that's my thing so i said a little bit about their names why don't you kind of tell me who they are because i don't know all right eliza taylor uh she's australian uh that's a glitch reference because i've been watching the show glitch actually i just finished it tonight and I've finished it in one week and it's been an immersive experience. So I find myself just walking around. Now you're just Australian. Saying, oh, these all, we're going to be recording all these Sheila's and blokes. <laughs> that was a bad one, but it's like uh, Australia mixed with your boss mix. So. Yeah. I just want to go to Outback Steakhouse now. Basically. So Eliza Taylor plays Clark Griffin and Josephine Lightborn. Two people. Um, what now? I get my that must be a discovery later, I guess. I there's a couple that do that apparently. Um, the fun fact about her is that she married her the 100 co-star Bob Morley. Um, sounds like a real bad cover band that yeah, plays no. reggae. Uh, Bob Morley. <laughs> Bob Morley speech impediment. Plays Bellamy Blake. Uh, he's also Australian, and they had to keep their relationship on uh, under wraps until they had a secret wedding. I'm gonna butcher this one. Marie Avratripoulos, I don't know, she's Greek, um, plays Octavia Blake. She was in 5050 Tracers, I Love You, Beth Cooper. Uh, kind of cool about her. She does her own stunts on the 100. Cool. That is neat. Uh, I put a couple funny quotes in here. Uh, I've never really been into the sci-fi gene, uh, genre myself, she says. Uh, a lot of people have been saying that the 100 reminds them of Lord of the Flies, Lost, and Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> And all those titles have been very successful and interesting to watch. Anytime anyone references those great shows, I'm flattered. We have Lindsay Morgan, who plays Raven Reyes. She still has four baby teeth that won't fall out. I still have one. What? Mm-hmm. This is a thing? I don't know. I put it in here because I've never know. fucking heard of that before. Yeah, I have one. Uh, she was nominated for a Daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Young Actress in the drama series uh, role that she played in General Hospital. Uh, And she had a quote on playing her character. Raven is a total badass. She's super smart, a mechanical engineer on the space station. She's kind of like a child prodigy. Were we introduced to her in this episode? I think so. 
Uh, Paige Turco, uh, Dr. Abigail Griffin slash Dr. Simone Lightborn. Hmm. There it is again, the double names, yeah. and they're the they're the um, mother. How is that about daughter? Yeah. Uh, cool. Fun facts about her: she, she was in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies of the nineties. Oh, the oldie ones. That's cool. Uh, she's a local girl, born in Boston, which was great. Nice. Uh, she looked she, very familiar, but I'm not think I can't put any face to any of those things you named. Uh, Turco and her former husband Jason O'Mara had similar career reversals in the early in her early life. She trained to be a classical ballerina and then broke her foot at the age of 14 during a rehearsal, and her hopes of a, a dancing career ended with that. Omara was an avid rugby player, also sidelined by injury. While he was, you know, healing, he tried out for school play and then got hooked. I love Jason Omara, by the way. So he they're is, not together anymore. Um, paint me a picture of him for a moment. He was in that show Terra Nova that I talk about all the fucking oh, time. God, I don't wonder. <laughs> the two people you didn't say were the Chancellor. Who is, uh, his name is escaping me, but he was on Grey's Anatomy back in the original days of Grey's Anatomy. And then, of course, the guy who's trying to kill everybody um, is from Lost. Oh. Mm -hmm. He was also a scandal that we did on the show. Henry Ian Ian Cusack. All right. So with that, live watch time. Set in an intermediate <laughs> <laughs> Set in an intermediate year, the distant future, ninety-seven years after a nuclear apocalypse has devastated the surface of Earth. The only survivors were approximately four hundred inhabitants of twelve national space stations that were in orbit at the time. Now I heard her explain that, but I guess I missed the part where they said there was only four hundred and something people. So now they've sent a quarter of them down. And there's only 300 and he still wants to off some people? He wants to what people? Off. Kill him. Off him. He's not trying to off them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you must have missed a big-ass part. You send them down to Earth because they're prisoners. No, 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 no. No. That's what they said, but there's a whole other part where the, the two guys are talking and he says basically that they were sent down like there's not enough supplies and stuff. And they were talking about killing more people like, that are in the space stations. There's a whole like back, back, like reason. No, that's not. It's yes. Just... Okay. So we, we're not even going to argue about that no, right no, now. Let's we'll argue about, about it when the time comes up. <laughs> okay. When the time comes up, I'll put you in line. Okay. Uh, so it starts with our main character, Clark. Uh, she's drawing earth on the ground, kind of giving us a backstory about everything that's happened. Guards come in and try to arrest Clark. Clark mistakes their wristbands that they have for a device that executes them and she flips out explaining things they automatically just try to probe her like maybe go in there a little gentler and explain why you're there <laughs> like... yeah somehow she has superhuman powers and just like absolutely tosses this dude across her room <laughs> yeah. she gets out in the hallway and abigail griffin her mother appears and hugs her and like reassures her that she's not being executed that she's being sent to the ground again she gets hit with like some thing that knocks her out she awakens in a drop ship and not uh, even Clark... getting to like say like a proper like a proper goodbye to the mother the mother's just like don't worry you're being sent to earth where we don't know if there's radiation or if you might make it or anything and like no hugs just like knocks her out and goes on her way so well, at the time we didn't know why she was a prisoner 
Who cares about that? It's still her mom. She should have said goodbye. Well, Clark wakes up on the dropship and discovers that old friend that betrayed her and got her father arrested and executed. Mm -hmm. Wells Jaha is also on the dropship after he got himself arrested, as he says, in order to protect Clark. Oh, how noble. What? I said, oh, how noble. Yes. When they hit Earth's atmosphere, a message from the Chancellor appears and explains... um, to the 100, they're being sent down to Earth because they are expendable. Mm-hmm. But if they are cooperative, their crimes will be forgiven. And we learn that the Chancellor is also Wells's father. Yeah. I What a dick video, too. It's like, now we're just, like, zooming down to Earth and we're all prisoners, like a bunch of, like, kid prisoners together. And he's just like, if the odds of survivor were better, we would have sent other people. But you guys, <laughs> we don't care about you guys. Like, nice little message to encourage them on their journey. Yeah, you guys don't did it. <laughs> and it's so weird that you would send like all the prisoners down together, just like the toughest people down. We're just gonna like what beat the hell out of each other. Like, you know, it's kind of that well, speaking of Australia, that's how Australian was founded. In a spaceship beating the hell out of each other? No, they sent England sent all the prisoners to Australia. Oh. To create a colony. Oh, okay. Fun facts. Fun facts today. Um well, they get to Earth. Um, on Earth, Clark plots well, a route to... Joseph. What? They, well, they lose... See, there's a whole thing that's set up in the spaceship, which is like she starts bossing people around automatically because they're coming out of like... They're trying to unbuckle their seats so they can like float because they're kids, basically. They're like teenagers in their 20s and two of them get killed on the way down. So it kind of already puts people at odds. As they're plummeting. That, that doesn't put anyone at odds. Oh my god, yes it does. The kids are being idiots. And she told them to stay buckled so they don't kill themselves and they end up dying. So like, Let's have 12 whatever. arguments in this episode. Moo, <laughs> Moo point. <laughs> um, well, on Earth, Clark, let me resume, plots a route to Mount Weather, which was a uh, mount, like a camp that's supposed to have two years worth of supplies in it to help keep the 100 alive. But they drop them in the wrong spot. Yes. They're not supposed to actually go on a voyage to this mountain. They were supposed to be dropped on that mountain. And basically, I don't know. Nobody gave a shit or they missed their target. Oh, fuck. I missed part of my notes. Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They say first time in 100 years they go to step out. There's 100 episodes. Everything's 100 in the show. Mm -hmm. They step out and everyone cheers and imagine Dragon's place. Yes. We aren't in the early 2000s anymore. Radioactive. Radioactive. There's one part, too, that um, that I thought was interesting, but they don't get into it a ton, which is when the brother and the sister meet up, like, right before they step outside. Like, because she's in the back, and she's like, hey, it's me. I'm Octavia. And it's Bellamy's sister. And they're like, nobody can have brothers and sisters. And I was like, what's up with that? Do you think it's, like, to avoid, like, incest in the... Like no, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. We we haven't had that conversation yet in the flow of the episode, but I'll get to it. Okay. Wells asked her why she's why she needs like where she learned how to um to do a map like that, and when Clark didn't answer, he realizes it's because of her, um, her father taught her. Wells and Clark are then ganged up on for being uh quote unquote privileged people. That's kind of when I figured out Wells' father was a chancellor because they mentioned it. Mm-hmm. And what they did is they they figured because their parents are higher up that they should have to do some you know labor for once, that they should go to this camp 
and fetch supplies for the rest of everyone else because everyone else is just there to party. Which is utterly ridiculous. (laughs) Like, they're going to send five people on a 20-mile journey, 20 miles each way, mind you, to carry enough supplies for 100 people. Like, 20 of them should have went. Like, Yeah, where are they going to sleep? I thought that was fucking weird. Yeah, where are they going to sleep? There's tons of shit that needs to be answered. And she said, she's like, there's a there's a radioactive forest separating us and that mountain. It's like, so you sent five? Like, what? <laughs> like I don't get, I thought that was super weird. And, like, nobody cares that they're not going to eat. It doesn't make any sense to Several me. hours, if, day, if not days. Well, this guy, John, comes up and he gets in a little scrap uh, with Wells. And it's broken up by this guy named Finn. Finn is kind of like our heartthrob of the show which doesn't make any sense also everybody in this show looks like a poor version of like a different actor yeah kind of like and, did in army wives yeah what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna try to do like a side by side to yeah. show you like who i think everyone looks like because they all look like someone and it's been bugging the fuck out of me ever since yeah but okay. they're literally nobody um i like is he the one that goes when they get off they go he goes we're back bitches i was like this is kind of funny in its own little way bellamy who who's uh this girl she goes save me next and then her brother's like what and then he's like she's he's cute and then bellamy expresses concern that finn is a criminal octavia points out that they are all criminals yeah bellamy tells her that he can't stay because he did something that the council would kill him for but he refuses to tell octavia what he did that's Finn um, or that? No, no. Oh, no, no. That's her brother. Okay. And then we figure out he's the one who stabbed the chancellor. Shot him. Shot him. Okay. Okay. Because he has a gun, remember? I thought so. Yeah. And wait, I have a question. They keep dropping things about Octavia and how she like hid in the floorboards for 16 years or something. Yeah. So she was kind of like a stowaway and her mother hit her for, hid her for 16 years they bring it up in a conversation a little bit later, and I'll get to that. Okay. But um, Octavia, Jasper, Finn, Clark, and Monty uh, all decide that they're going to go find supplies. Um, and they, like, cross this, like, weird enchanted forest where they see a two-headed deer that's creepy as balls. Oh, that was such a weird shot because it's like, oh, the deer's eating in the, in the you know, field there. And all of a sudden it looks up, and it was like a split bloody two-head that freaked me right out. Mm-hmm. On the Ark, uh, Callie, Abby, and Kane find out that the Chancellor has been shot. Abigail Griffin and her assistant, Eric Jackson, operate on the dying Chancellor. Abby orders the nurse to increase the anesthesia. However, the nurse is hesitant, uh, and Jackson notes that they have used too much blood in anesthesia. Uh, and they're worried about breaking the law. Abby increases the anesthesia regardless, knowing it's illegal. In another part of the Ark, uh, Commander Shumway informs Kane that they have identified the shooter as Bellamy Blake. Commander uh, Shumway mentions that Kane mentions to Kane that his motivation for getting Earth was clear. His sister. Kane remembers that his mother had kept her hidden for almost 16 years, and he says a near record, which makes me think that there's someone else that was hidden away for longer. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, what a good catch. That's cool. And the mother was also put to death for hiding her. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch what ended up happening to her. Why do you think that they don't... Ha- why do you think it is that they can't have siblings? Do you think it's just like a thing like 
oh, we don't, there's not enough supplies, so not everybody can have multiple children? Or do you yeah. think there's like another reason for it? No, it's like the same thing as China. Like you can only have two kids. Okay. I thought maybe there was a more like. I don't know. Maybe it's something different. Like they have to repopulate, so we can't be worrying about like incest or something. We can't be worrying about who's like crossbreeding or something. Like that was my first thought. Oh, that would be pretty interesting. You have like arranged marriages, so you don't. Yeah. Cross the <laughs> yeah. Um. There. Do you find Clark to be as annoying as I do? Even though she's supposed to be like our protagonist. Yes. It would. I feel like I would be her yelling at everyone to like get in line and like let's get our shit together. But at the same time, she's kind of like seventeen and she's like very bossy and just fucking kind of annoying. It's just. It's her face. It's just. She's always barking orders at people ever since the spaceship. She did ask the question that I actually wrote down a few paragraphs earlier, which was if this was a nuclear fallout what happened to all the insects and animals because wouldn't earth need all the insects and animals to like survive and thrive Mm -hmm. i guess we do find out later that there's a few i just thought it was weird i'm like well i mean from a believability standpoint none of this is believable i guess but like you know what i mean like i'm trying to put two and two together and if they're all like radioactive like how does earth still like lush you know what i mean yeah, how do, like how does it handle being unpopulated? Right. And exactly. what does its effects have on the atmosphere, on plants, animals, land, oxygen, water, everything? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but. Well, at the end of that conversation, uh, Shumway urges Kane to resume position as chancellor, so it makes him think that he was a chancellor beforehand, and start reducing the population. Kane is focused on finding out who helped Bellamy Blake out on the dropship. Bellamy. Uh, on planet earth convinces murphy and mebge i don't know i don't know how to say his name that they will not be forgiven for their crimes or live a better ones if the ark comes down when murphy asks about how they stop it bellamy tells them that they should take off their wristbands so that makes them think that uh that they're dead so the ark has been monitoring all the kids since they come down and if they all break it they will think that they're dead and not actually come down and follow them that they'll stay up there ah okay Okay, that makes complete sense. Because I kept thinking, like, I'm like, oh, is this just one of those things where they're just trying to rebel? So that's why they're ripping off all the wristbands. But I see what you're saying. It has to look like nobody's surviving so that they can just be down there alone. Like Exactly. Okay. And Bellamy offers Murphy and the other dude help, like like leadership positions, if they help him, like, take over the camp. Well, this is so definitely Bellamy doesn't want the- more of the flyzy. Yeah, Bellamy doesn't want the Ark to come down because he shot the Chancellor. So he wants the, the Ark to stay up there so he can be with his sister down on Earth. But, like, what is the end game? Because if all the farmers, doctors, and scientists are still floating in the spaceship, like, they eventually have to, like... And that's what Clark said earlier. She's like, oh, those, see, aren't I am our, her. Our <laughs> those aren't our parents and friends. Those I are our doctors, her. our electricians. They're like... Everyone that can, like, you can't learn how to do that with no prior knowledge. Right. It's not like we can just be like, and you're the, you're the village surgeon. <laughs> yeah. And in the woods, Clark tells a group that the reason the 100 was sent to Earth after 97 years is because the Ark is dying and only has three to four months uh, of life to support the kind of like everyone that's on it. And yeah, and that's the reason she was locked up in solidarity because her and her father, like, we're going to come out and tell everyone. Yes. And that would cause mass hysteria. Exactly. And that's why they like jailed her and, and killed him. But that's where there's that little conversation between two of the guys on the Ark 
where he they're basically saying like yes we sent the 100 to make sure earth is okay but they more so sent them to kind of get them the fuck out of there because they're gonna start like like they need to like kill people basically because there's even sending the 100 down there it only frees up like a month extra of the supplies and food and so that's why he was so quick later on where he wants to like execute Clark's mother and like that's all related back to that they have to like kill people off. Yeah. So it's just it's you it's were disagreeing both. with me earlier on that. No, I was disagreeing with you because that's not the main reason that why they were sent down. I think it is. I think it was like an ex I think the rest of it's an excuse. Okay. <laughs> so Octavia then uh they get to like all the kids that are going to find supplies get to this stream. This is when things get really interesting. Yeah. Octavia, our promiscuous one out of the group, decides that she's going to strip off all her clothes, oh, her pants and shirt. She's going to jump in an underwear because it's on cable TV. Um, and I was like, can I watch this? How old is she? I was like, this is, what am I doing? Well, you know, they're doing Dawson casting, so she's probably 22 and playing 17 or whatever. I know. It's just very uncomfortable for me. Um, <laughs> like, everyone's ogling at her. Octavia leaps in the water. Uh, luckily, the water's shallow because no one can swim. Yeah, that was um, funny when they said it. It made you think, like, of course they can't swim. They've never seen water. They've never seen sunshine. They've never I seen... thought about it before she did it. I was like, wait, oh. what is she doing? They all can't swim. Oh. They're born in space. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a little slow on the uptake here. Well, yeah, and then they end up saying it. Um, while they're all like kind of checking her out, there's this big, huge, really bad-looking CGI anaconda snake um, that comes up behind her, yes. grabs her, pulls her under the water, um, but she manages to get out because they like, throw a rock in to distract the um, the snake. They throw like a big uh, bag. Of big ass rock at it it was like the fucking Loch Ness monster like you're saying snake but I thought it was like an alligator merged with like a serpent eel like I don't know it was funky it's just big ass anaconda snake I definitely thought it was an alligator for like that entire uh, scene uh and I was like is the CGI snake supposed to be this bad looking like where did they spend all their money and when we find out later it's <laughs> on a glowing forest up on the Ark um, in the Earth Monitoring Center, which is where they watch all the kids, Abby observes that 10 more tiles have gone dark. Like 10 more kids have removed their thing and that they can monitor like different levels that they have. Right. Yeah. Um, Commander Shumway enters and they publicly arrest Abby for exceeding the maximum medical supplies allowed per patient. Abby explains that it was worth it to break the law in order to prevent Kane from becoming the Chancellor. Dum, dum, dum. Kane and yes, the Chancellor he... find... Abby guilty and sentences her to death, scheduling her execution for the following morning. Kane then has her locked in um, Clark's old prison cell where she sees all the drawings and she starts crying. I'm like, bitch, please. You're the one you knew she was in there. Now you know what it's, yeah, you know what it's like, like for once. Barely cared that her kid was in there. I also, you're putting a lot of things together that I didn't quite put together. Like I definitely thought he wanted to kill her just to be like, Oh, we got to get rid of somebody, you know, like, but I, I didn't realize it was because, He's hoping the chancellor dies to become the chancellor. Mm hmm. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Apparently, like from what I've glued, glued together, he was a chancellor beforehand, like lost the election or whatever. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Because they, earlier they said become the chancellor again. Like he's oh, going to be the chancellor again because he's like active chancellor now. I wondered why you said that earlier. Okay. All right. How have no adults figured out that they're just like a bunch of adolescent brats, like cutting off bracelets? 
I mean, do they really think they're just croaking one by one from the environment? Well, no, because um, Abby said that if it was, in fact, like oxygen levels or something, they would all die much quicker. It would be much more rapid and they'd be all together. It would all happen at once. That's what I was thinking. And you would also see like their stats like go down. It wouldn't just be like, and they're shut off. Like that seems like somebody. Yeah. So they pieced together the two kids died on the landing. Um, And these other ones that keep cutting off the tiles, they don't know why. So no one's like, just come out and said it, but they kind of know it's not from that. Okay. Back on Earth, Clark awakens while it's still dark, um, sits outside and witnesses the trees and plant life aglow with bioluminescence. Yeah. Finn approaches her with a leaf filled with water. Bow, chicka, wow, wow, for her to drink from. Uh, then shows some tracks in the dirt saying there might be monkeys. And I'm like, oh, this is where they spent all their money. They wanted the CGI to look like fucking Avatar. Yeah, I was like, "Why did they do this? This yeah. doesn't make any sense." A throwaway scene. Yeah, um, yeah, it pretty much is. Well, I think they were, try- you know, maybe that's something that it speaks to something later because she's like, "Well, how could it? Ha- how could it make?" She says something like, "How could it make monkeys walk on two legs or something like that?" And he's like, "Well, how could it make a jungle glow?" So maybe that's like, well, when we get to the end, we can. I don't want to say it yet. All right. Wells is woken up from a deep sleep, like back at the camp, uh, with Bellamy's hand over his mouth and a gun pointed in his face. Wells refuses to take off his bra- like to take off his bracelet as Bellamy tells him to. So the his two kind of goons hold him down. They rip off his wristband. Once again, if the chancellor finds out or somehow lives and or whatever and finds out that his son died, he's not going to want to go down. But then again, in the same token, if your son died, wouldn't you want to go down and get his body? Yeah, I feel like there's a. I feel like the people on the arc have to be smart enough to be like, it's a little weird that like all like I don't know that they all just died like like I said like boop like that like you didn't see like their stats drop so I feel like somebody's got to figure that out. I it doesn't seem it seems like the plan of a teenager doesn't seem like something that will actually work. Yeah, and as we enter the apex of the episode, um, up on the arc in Clark's old room, Abby is led to the airlock where they're just going to open up the other side and just launch her ass in the space. Uh, when Commander Shumway... <laughs> no, they kept calling it... And then you floated him, and I was like, fuck. And then I realized... Yeah, they just mean like eject them. Yeah. Very, it's a Star Wars kind of reference. They do that in Star Wars a lot. Oh. Abby is led there where uh, Commander Shumway and Kane are waiting. Abby tells Jackson to talk to Jacopo Sinclair. He's an engineer. They want to find out how to reverse engineer the wristbands to communicate with the kids down on Earth. Should have figured it out before the fucking kids went, don't you think? True. Well, they had to do it soon. They, oh, I mean, you didn't see everything dwindling. Well, they had, to, down they the had four time months, to make you know what I mean? fancy ass wristbands that kept. Tra- they had time to like fashion some Fitbits and send them. <laughs> 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 so, uh, Kane gives the nod uh, to Shumway to float Abby, but is stopped by guess who? The Chancellor, Bump who had from surgery. <laughs> the first one in a normal piece of clothing. He pardons Abby, who walks out of the airlock and orders Jaha back to bed before she leaves with Callie. Kane informs Jaha about the 100. Down by the river, Jasper and everyone are trying to figure out how to go across it. So, you know... They don't want to deal with a snake again, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Jasper, who's kind of like 
the goofy kid that's always with um, Seth Rogen. Yep. You know who I'm talking about? Yep. Um, <laughs> Jay, Jay, yeah. whatever there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. He wants to impress the girl who got naked pants and that he ends up saving uh, from the water. And he decides he's going to go first. So he grabs this like thing and George's jungles his way over the fucking thing. Uh, he, he screams, Apogee? I don't know what that means. Lands on the other side. They all begin cheering. Clark prepares to go next. Jasper picks up a sign that says Mount Weather and holds it above his head, uh, letting them all know that they have reached Mount Weather. He suddenly is absolutely fucking rocked by this huge giant spear. Um, (laughs) Abnormally large spear that, that literally... I don't know. It's like launched out of one of those medieval cannon things. Yes. It was, like literally. <laughs> it was so intense. Like it was so unexpected because they're all like, yeah, he made it across. And you think like, oh, they're all just going to keep going next. And like a, like a giant, like a log. What is that word? Like it like it basically stabs him through the heart. But I know there's a word for it. Impales. Like, impales him it was so impale 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 Imp- impales <laughs> like impales. a lug tail impales he impales him i'm just gonna say impale from, from now impales. on i got british there for a moment and and like <laughs> but you know what that does it does propel you to want to watch the next episode because it's just like <gasps> and then they realize they're not alone that's the lost element of this because you never watch lost that the big turn is like when there's like there's the others on the island so same kind of thing yeah it went from just like hey is all the trouble going to be in camp you know against bellamy mm-hmm. to it's they're going to all have to gain together because they're going to have to fight against an outside force which makes things really interesting so you're trying to think of these like weird warped people jacked up monkeys playing of the apes yep. what what's going to happen yeah that yeah yes I well, I think it'll be more interesting if it is just humans who have been there, and like like missed the ships, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, that well, how would that make sense though? Because it's been ninety seven years, unless they kind of just kept like repopulating. Well, you got to think that like bomb shelters and stuff like that. Oh, people yeah. came out yeah. after the radiation died down. I don't know how long. I don't know. I'm not a fucking expert in radiation, but oh, eventually. It goes away. That's the reason I had you on this episode. But yeah, I don't know. You think I would be because, you know, I only did a National Park Service film on the Cold War. Yeah, exactly. And literally went and visited live nuclear missiles. Yeah, I don't. I think. Well, my hope is that it's other people that have been, like you said, like in these shelters and they, yeah, maybe they did just like keep repopulating the earth. And they're kind of like, uh, like primitive, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that would be cool. I do like that. This doesn't. I think the other reason I also liked this a little more than I do other sci-fi things is because it doesn't take place all in space. Like a majority of it, a majority of it takes place on Earth, even though it's still futuristic. And mm-hmm. I like this age group because I think it'll make for good like drama and relationships, and people will die, and it's like how teenagers in like your early twenties kind of deal with things, which is always like more heightened, and the thrills are bigger, and you know stuff like that. But you still you didn't like it, huh? Even with I didn't like the kid stuff. I just didn't like the kid stuff. Like I'm sorry, I get it why you like it, but 
they it, they just seem too young for me. I like like teen like teenage shows don't bother me. Like Riverdale and stuff. Mm-hmm. That, that stuff doesn't bother me. It's just this one with this scenario. I just didn't like it. I would have been cool if they were twenties, thirties. I think it would have been better. I definitely thought you and I. Because they would have life experience, actual skills, stuff like that. I thought we were both going to come in this episode and be like, "We liked it. Like we finally like found something we like." You know, it's been a while, but okay. I like the storyline and everything. I just don't like that they're kids. Kids. Well, well, you know, that's what makes a lot of this because that's what makes for like their poor decision making and like all the outrageousness of them is them. It's the premise that they're 17, 18, 19, 20, you know, like that. Yeah, I guess it's either greed or adolescence. And the, like, you're older, you get greedy. Yeah. Adolescence, you, they're just going to try to bang each other. And then. Exactly. Then I think that's what drives probably seven seasons of this, right? Like, um, seven seasons of seven this, though. Seven seasons. 100 and they already introduced like an outside force. Like, I think that would be like a season four thing to drive it forward. Yeah, I'm trying to you think know, they did that on Lost. Storyline going, but. Yeah, I definitely right off the bat, um, I, I do like the I, I like this battle for leadership, Lord of the Flies essence because I think what'll happen is like it'll start with like all the like the punk kids like doing chaos and their version of fun, but eventually like they're gonna see that they need to survive. So then like the ones who actually have some you know maturity and intelligence kind of step up to be the leaders as more people die off. Like the reason there's a hundred is we already lost two. Okay, we're down to ninety eight. It's so that you can have this big mix of characters who can come into different episodes, die, you know, do different things. Yeah, 100 is a lot of people. Yes. They'll be yeah. down to like 20 before you know it. Lost was a massive cast, and that was not even 100, close to 100 people. And that still was like a bunch of different storylines and like things to keep up with. So this, this has got to be set up, you know, maybe half of them die for something. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, hit me up with your predictions. God, you know, I don't have anything specific. I feel like I accidentally looked at a spoiler and I do know one of them that dies because I was trying to oh, find fuck off. Why would you do that? I didn't mean to. I was looking at this um this list because I was trying to do the background info and when I rolled up, it like was a header of something. I'm like, oh shit. So um I I try I'm not gonna tell you who it is. So it's obviously going to focus on Clark and Finn and, and the Bellamy siblings as the biggest majority. <sighs> Where it goes, I don't know. I I feel like at some point, maybe it'll be a few years or a big gap of time that they've now been on the earth and they've kind of gotten acclimated to it and kind of made it their own. And then the adults on the arc like come down and then there's also like this battle for leadership because the kids have kind of grown up a little bit and they're the ones who have really kept it going. So I feel like that could be a thing. I mean, they're the 100, they're the main character. So they're going to be the driving force and they ultimately have to be in charge at some point. Uh What do you think? So, I think that I think that they're you know they're gonna start they're gonna a few are gonna get killed off from outside people so that's gonna narrow it down. There's gonna be an inside little civil war that's gonna kill off a few people. Yeah. There's gonna be um, a time where Bellamy's left and right hand are gonna turn on him like every. 
like the hyenas in fucking Lion King. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? There's going to He's like, oh, what are, you, what are you doing? And then he's going to get killed or like arrested or whatever. Or he probably uh, goes good and they just want to be like little punks type thing. Yeah. But you're going to have the main two are going to get together, but that's going to make Bellamy's sister jealous because she liked Finn, like the dude. Plus, I feel like Bellamy and Clark will probably have something just because they're such polar opposites at the present time that you kind of have to like have them come together. Like, as like, oh, that's thing. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or she'll be torn between the two. Yes, exactly. Oh, it is so much like lost in that way. Like, like every show you, in that way. I wish that you, yeah, but that like specifically because I wish you had seen Lost because you would see so many similarities. Right, well, you know, wait a fucking spoil loss for me. You know what I mean? Oh, if you can't be bothered to watch it in the last decade and a half, that's your own issue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that just as impending doom is going to happen, the the adults are going to come down. Yeah. And like save them from something. I wonder if these like, I'll call them like the outsiders kind of thing whoever it is on the island on the earth on the island already um i wonder if they kind of join forces with the 100 and they they're going to make the society and the adults are really the ones that are like the bad ones you know yeah it's very true that would be it's going to make for an interesting finale yeah Uh, we're not going to know what the hell's going on for seven seasons i bet you they're going to scary point because i was like oh my god we're not going to know what's going on in the finale I bet they're only going to spend like $17 on the CGI for the finale. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, I did see that only two characters were in every episode. So that's very interesting to me. Yeah. Um, So I'm not going to say which two until we get there, but I thought it was very interesting that only two characters had making all 100 episodes. Well, that could be a lot of things. That could be like, oh, they concentrated on some different storylines for things. The next one was like 86. (gasps) Oh. So fascinating okay all right fascinating Fascinating. so yeah that is our 100 we should have made this 100 minutes we should just have blank noise <laughs> till the end of the episode just to have it be 100 minutes yeah. uh we're gonna have our editor do that it's gonna be fantastic so this is the end of the episode, but feel free to have some white noise and silence for once in your life. Uh, stick around, and maybe while you're doing that, you can follow us on Instagram at Spoil Everything Pod. Make sure to check us out, DM us some recommendations, and so on. They're always open. Uh, thanks for coming out today. Bye. See you next Tuesday. Bye.